Get ready, guys. It is on Periscope and Mixer and Facebook. Will D-Live catch? Yes. And YouTube. What's up, guys? I'm streaming now. It is Wednesday, April 29th, right? 2020. Hake is live. Get ready for a show. One, two, three, four. Oh. It happened again. So, sorry about that, guys. The stream dropped briefly there yet again, just like yesterday, but actually not quite like yesterday. It seemed to catch back on right away. So, um, sorry, guys. The stream dropped and then it came back on. Brandon M says, fat host. <laughs> oh, man. Did you, were you aware of it? You're probably not even aware of it, huh? Um, what's that? Yeah. Yeah, so um, we continue to have technical difficulties on my show. But once we get rolling, once the computer gets warmed up or whatever, <laughs> or cooled down, whatever's going on, then we have a relatively smooth show. I'm online on all platforms I see, according to Restream. But, uh, what a mess. So anyways, good afternoon, actual time, Eastern Standard Time, or Eastern Daylight Time, really. Hake, thank you, Hot Computer Smell. Appreciate that. And thank you guys for the support, the lemons, the follows, the subscriptions, the hosting from Dark Side of the Bear. What? By the way, we are working on, um... I may be having an appearance soon on Dark Side of the Bear What's the live channel some afternoon coming up soon, all right? Official date to be announced. Am I off sync for anybody? Is my, are my words coming in sync with the, um, can you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> all these dumb rush hour quotes. Do you speak uh, any English? Am I in sync? Can you hear me? Can, are my words lining up? Nick, could you test it? Or check with the earphones or whatever? Are my words lining up with my mouth coming out in the same time? If, yet, if I'm in sync, <laughs> hit one. Press one. If I'm out of sync, press two. But some people are saying it's good. Thank you, David. Looking forward to seeing you on TKR again, buddy, says Beard the Butcher. Ah, oh, appreciate that. Yeah, I got to get back on the crypto report with Asmodor and Beard and all you guys. That'd be fun. So anyways, some people are hitting two. Hot Computer Smell and Winning winning Smile and Asmodor says two. Wow, and he wouldn't lie. Nor would Hot Computer Smell. I don't know Winning Smile that much. But, yeah. Hopefully words will be in sync soon. Get a job says yes. Your words in, are lining up and everything's good says my my intern man. <laughs> Appreciate that will. So, I have quite a bit to get to. I will be getting to um the um your calls. You can call in 888-775-3773. And I will get to your calls. Appreciate you guys who have already called in. Guys and gals. Thank you. Um, but first, let me just tell you. Oh, this is sad. My kindergarten teacher died. And supposedly she died of coronavirus. She was, she must have been... I felt that she was old when I had her, when I was five years old going to kindergarten. Dang. Um, by the way, is that a German word, kindergarten? M Mrs. Gustafson. I think I can dox her, right? <laughs> is that bad to name her? Mrs. Gustafson was... And I'm surprised that we could pronounce that. Mrs. Gustafson. According to an email from former teacher staff, she died Sunday night, April 26th, of COVID-19, according to 
this person who's sent out this notice. And of course, somebody said, a celebration of life will be held sometime in the future when we are able to gather again. I don't like that term, celebration of life. I would prefer either funeral or service. But nowadays, it seems like people are so, what is it, weak or soft or emotional or female-minded that they have to turn it into like a celebration of life when the person is dead. I don't like that, but I really liked Mrs. Gustafson. I remember she asked a question, she asked a question in class about, you guys have this or that, something like that. And one guy said across the room, one of my classmates, I ain't, (laughs) and I think it was a white guy. I had whites, Hispanics, Asians, and two Jews in my class. One boy named Israel, and he was a twin, he had a twin sister. And it was interesting. They were, uh, I don't know, it was fun. But um, he said, I ain't, and she's like, who said ain't? There, there's no such thing as ain't. <laughs> but she was not an angry teacher. She was not an apparently, obviously angry woman. She was respected. We loved her. It was fun. We would get milk every day after school or during lunch. You know, those little milk carton things. But on Fridays, we would get chocolate milk, and those were good. She was more logical and manly than this guy that I'm going to tell you about, in a good way, manly in a good way, than Jimmy Carter. And I don't know if this woman was a liberal or a conservative, but she was probably conservative by today's standards, right? But Jimmy Carter, I have this meme about him that was making me chuckle during the the show intro music, which I apologize to... You guys who love this song, including myself, and Trevor who made the song, not to be broken up and interrupted by a stream, that's bad. But show this picture, Joelle. It's a meme of Jimmy Carter talking about violence against women, and it has this guy with the old face, and he's looking up like he's inspired or something ridiculous. I don't know. It just doesn't look right that way. But um, this is a meme that I came across on Pinterest, right? Liberal outlet, liberal platform. Left liberal is in leftist commie. Um, and this is supposedly a quote attributed to Jimmy Carter. And there's, I don't know, there's no proof that this was a real quote, but he is a liberal. He's a so-called Christian, right? Um, the abuse, Jimmy Carter is a former president, by the way. He came in before, he was a one-term president. He was the worst president until Obama, according to what the boomers tell me. And I tend to believe the boomers. They've been wrong, but they may be right about this. But he says, the abuse of women, or he supposedly said, the abuse of women and girls is the most pervasive and unaddressed human rights violation on earth. That's Jimmy Carter. Hashtag violence against women. But that's not true. (laughs) Um, Cassie J. Did stream cut out again? Press F. Is it back on? The stream should be back on. <laughs> Man, what the heck? We, dude, we need to get you a new computer or something, says Raphael. Man, I know, I agree. <laughs> Say F for farcical stream. Well, um, we're back. Did you guys get the Jimmy Carter quote? He said something dumb. Okay, we're back on. I apologize, Brandon M. Repeated, repeats, fat host. <laughs> you know, man, what a mess. Hake, you need to tell these fools to treat you right, dropping out like a crackhead, says Christine. Sink is fixed, at least, says Dark Side of the Bear. What? Yeah, really. Normally, this doesn't happen once we get rolling. So, I don't know. Do you know? Do you know how to prevent it? You think maybe Joel? Um, no, I think it has a lot to do with the connection, with the internet connection. Bill gave us an explanation. That's what Bill was suggesting. Yeah, but the engineer. Yeah, we're trying to. Oh, well, can't oh, I have me. a robot voice again. Supposedly, do I have that slight echo on me? You should not have an echo. Okay. 
Yeah, that press should, press that two if fixed. I have echo. Press one if I have no echo. <laughs> should be fixed. Let me see. Um, yeah, that should be fixed. But um, dropping those, out like Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Uh, Bill is working on stuff though. We just it's with this whole lockdown thing. It's just complicated. He, but he is really he's in here every day trying to work on it, people. So yeah, we're we're trying to. Well, not we, but Bill. Bill <laughs> is the greatest engineer on this side of heaven, right? <laughs> or 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 is he? I don't know. I don't know. I, he seems smart. Okay, so, um, yeah, Jimmy Carter was a peanut farmer and a Democrat and one of those Christian leftist Democrats, which is a, you know, it's not, it's a lie. You can't be a Democrat and a Christian, right? You can barely even be a Republican and then a Christian. <laughs> I don't know, most people, most Republicans are not real Republicans and most Christians are not real Christians. Uh, but anyways... Um, and all Democrats are not real Christians, right? Or if they, if they are, then they're not Democrats for long. They repent. Um, the color is off. You look white. <laughs> so what a mess. Yeah. The computers and the internet have COVID. They're dying of COVID. Like my, like my kindergarten teacher. Another thing that I learned from my kindergarten teacher who died, she said, and it rang in my ears because of this COVID thing, the one you touch is the one you take. <laughs> when they would hand out candy or, you know, chocolates or whatever. I don't know if they had handed out chocolates, but there would be like candy. They would pass around candy. The one you touch is the one you take. That way you don't put your germs on, on one and then put it back down. The one you touch is the one you take. Don't touch a bunch of them. Just touch one. So that was something that I learned in kindergarten. There not there a saying like everything you needed in life you learned in kindergarten? It may be true because um, the, another thing that they taught in kindergarten, Mrs. Gustafson, know me first, she was laying down the rules. Know me first because there were people like, me first! <laughs> Anyways, um, back to Jimmy Carter. If you guys... Let me just show this quote once, Matt, again, and I'll read it fast, um, Joel. It says, quote, The abuse of women and girls is the most pervasive and unaddressed human rights violation on earth, according to a quote attributed to Jimmy Carter I can't confirm or deny. And that's according to this violence against women thing. And uh, hashtag violence against women. But as we all know, that's not the case. The violence is against the men and the boys. Um, case in point from that I got from this, um, the Red Pill movie, right? Documentary from, came out a few years ago by a feminist or a former feminist, Cassie J. She interviewed this woman who is a female MRA, men's rights advocate. Uh, what, are, what do they call themselves? Um, I'm blanking on what they call themselves. Honey badgers. This woman, Karen Strawn, who's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show at least a couple of times, made the point, remember that hashtag bring back our girls? Are you old enough to remember that? I don't know if Joelle ever saw that hashtag, but it was, you know, in the last few years, hashtag bring back our girls. Okay, and Michelle Obama had this sad face, and she was holding this, you know, sign that said hashtag bring back our girls, and all these female... Hollywood movie stars and singers and stupid people, Salma Hayek, I think, they would hold up these signs that said, hashtag bring back our girls. And that's a reference to these Nigerian schoolgirls who were, uh, they were kidnapped, right, by Boko Haram. And Boko Haram is an African associate or that pledged allegiance to ISIS. It's a terrorist organization, right? Boko Haram. They like ISIS. They're Muslim radicals, right? And they kidnapped Nigerian schoolgirls. And they're pretending, you know, the liberals, the liberal media and the liberals in the government and Hollywood, pretending that it's an attack on female education. But they didn't cover all these stories leading up to this incident, Boko Haram, of Boko Haram massacring schoolboys, men, massacring them, killing them. Violence against men and boys. They didn't commit violence against these schoolgirls for the most part. They just kidnapped them. 
So isn't that interesting? So it's the violence against the men. And then, you know, when women commit violence against men, for one, they can't really do as much damage, so you cut them some slack, I guess. But for the for two, they commit violence against the children. Verbal abuse. <laughs> they break their spirits. Impose themselves on, as Jesse Lee Peterson talks about all the time. He, he covers it better than me, right? And he knows better than me. Because he's dealt with people for for decades. Women, men, and children. And all the studies of Jesse Lee Peterson show that it's, it, the women are more violent. It's just that the men are more effective with their violence. <laughs> so they are able to kill more. So, um, what a mess. That's uh, Jimmy Carter being phony. Or some, uh, some phoniness attributed to Jimmy Carter. Anyways, um, before I get to calls, and hopefully, fingers crossed, is that a bad thing? Is that a pagan tradition, fingers crossing fingers? Um, that my stream stays l- healthy? But I just wanted, I promised this, this yesterday and didn't get to it. Ah, uh, the difference between JLP and most Jew blamers, Jew critics, Jew haters, whatever, whatever they are. I forgot to mention this yesterday. The difference is, y'all, and I say y'all, right, most, have no grace. Um, it's out of, it's not out of love for Jews that you guys are saying these criticisms of the Jews. And some of the criticisms are accurate, right? But in some cases, you pretend like, oh, it's out of love for my white brothers, or it's out of love for my black brothers, or my Mexican brothers, or Christian brothers. But it's posturing. Some of you guys have, some of you guys have gone so mentally ill about it, about this issue, that you make up things that aren't true about Jesse or about me, especially about Jesse. <laughs> and then you assume that we're saying stuff that we're not saying. I'm talking to the people that um, anytime the topic of the Jews comes up, they go on, they go way off into their tangents. It's crazy. Plus, you give people the creeps. So, I'm trying to help you. And even if Jesse's wrong about this, Israel is our friend stuff, yet, you'll notice that in his spirit, he stays right. He doesn't get malicious towards anybody. And doesn't get defensive, even though some of you guys pretend that he does, and all that. Um, And you may have more factual so-called truth, but because you don't have the spirit of truth, meaning like God, grace, whatever, you end up lying and smearing Jesse. And that's that's why I am so resistant to go along with you guys. Yet you call yourselves Christians, some of you. So I see you as evil people trying to fight other evil people, which are the Jews. And evil can't take down evil. Um, so, and if I'm wrong about you, or if I'm wrong, what I'm saying does not apply to you, but yet you are a Jew critic, that's fine. Then you're not offended by my words. Right? Right? Do any of you, buddy, do any of you know anyone who tells the truth about the Jews out of love for the Jews? People complain that the way that Jesse Lee Peterson speaks about blacks, Mexicans, Muslims, women, whites, is the same way that, that the Jew critics talk about the Jews, but I don't buy that. Because there's ego involved, and the worst ego involved, to be honest, um, is especially, like, in my mind, from the women, the cringy, female, outspoken right-wingers. Barf! <laughs> But this is why I can't stomach some of the intellectuals that are put forward leading, leading this movement. Um, and I hate, to, I hate to name them because I don't have anything against them. It's just that, it's just that I'm a little turned off by them currently. This guy, um, E. Michael Jones. And the reason why I'm turned off by him is because one of the... I, was, I am slash was friends with one of the Jew critics... Really, I don't know if I would call him a Jew blamer, but he, like, word for word quoted E. Michael Jones and passed it off as his own thoughts, and it was so weird. And yet he was thinking that he was thinking for himself. Because when you hear something that sounds right, you repeat it. You're thinking that you're thinking for yourself because it sounds right to you. 
but it's just it's it's coming off forced. Does that make sense? And E. Michael Jones may be a really good guy. Maybe one day we'll. Um, I'm sure I'll give him a chance, right? <laughs> Very good too. Full of logos. Oh, that word. <laughs> so, anyways, I'm gonna get to calls, but um, you know what? I better get to calls, and then I want to cover this a little brief um, movie review. Because I watched the movie Hoaxed, a documentary about the media, um, about the media hoaxes, right? Hoaxed by Mike Cernovich. And some of you have your criticisms of him. And not all of them are wrong, but I like this guy. Anyways, I will get to that. Yeah, I'm not, um, Alice in the YouTube chat says, E. Michael Jones just quotes the Bible regarding Jews. Nothing wrong or hateful about that. I didn't say he was hateful. I said that the, there was a guy pushing and quoting like word for word without even referencing him. It was like, pfft. <laughs> and I heard him say word for word what I just heard my friend say in some video, right? And I'm like, oh gosh. It just sounds so phony. You'll notice that I don't... Um, I'm very resistant to quoting, like, Jesse word for word. Because it just comes off so phony. Have you noticed that? There's people who will, who will quote Jesse word for word, and you, you, you kind of want to roll your eyes. Or they'll quote the Bible word for word. They'll talk this Christianese word for word. Well, that's what I'm saying is ha- coming out of the, um, the Jew critic stuff. Some of you are real, genuine people. And I like you. But some of it is a turnoff. Just FYI, helping you out. Caitlin, you're gross. <laughs> Caitlin says, uh, Jesse is hakes Jesus. It's, bl- it's blanking gross. Effing gross. No, you're gross, Caitlin. Anyways, um... Let me get to some calls, and then I'll get to this hoax thing. But thank you for joining. Thanks, thanks for the feedback. Adrian, out of Virginia, how are you doing? I'm doing well. What's going on, James? Not much. What's going on with you? I'm hanging in here, man. I'm doing well, actually, to be quite frank with you. I don't ever have really bad days. Just right like the world gets on me, and then i gotta, I got to reevaluate myself. I know. But... <laughs> Um, no, I was calling, man. I heard this thing today, man, and I was trying to, I was trying to get in with Jesse, but, you know, you're, you're the next best thing, so I wanted to kind of, you know. <laughs> right on. <laughs> I, was just trying to, I was just trying to follow up. Um, so do you feel or do you have any input on um, that the fear now, because the guy who I was speaking, the guy who I was listening to, he's from Virginia, but he went down to Georgia to kind of see how things were opening up and get, you know, kind of get an insight. And he tells me that every, no one's coming out and that the fear is definitely for real, that people are not, not, not let's say afraid of the corona, but they're just afraid to get back to their lives. And I found it very interesting, and I wanted to bring it up to you guys, because I want, and somebody talked about it on, your, on Jesse's show, I was trying to piggyback on it a little bit, but um, the people, he, he's, you know, of course, he's just down there for a day as of now, but he'll be there the rest of the week, but he's definitely claiming that people don't want to come out. They, they definitely are fearing um, coming out, they're fearing interacting with people, they're fearing, you know, um, just socializing and such and such like that. And I want to see what you thought about that, man. Do you, do you think this fear is going to, because I guess what I'm trying to get to is it's easy to manipulate people who are afraid. Yeah. If you're afraid, then, then, then you, you can, you can establish socialism. If you're afraid, then you can establish more abortion. You can express because you're afraid, and you 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 get sucked into thinking the government's going to help you all the time, and when it, we all know it's not. But um, I want to get your opinion on that. I want to see where your thoughts are on that. Like, do you think that that's a that's a real thing that's happening right now, where people are really just kind of like, uh, uh-uh, I don't want to go outside, blah blah. You know, I don't want to go get the cheeseburger. No, no, not <laughs> me. You know, and <laughs> you know what I mean. You, you feel me? I think that there's, I mean, I'm not surprised to hear that there's some people out there like that, but there's a lot of people who want to get out there. People going to the beach and all that stuff. People are eager to get back outside. 
But do but do you think there's more? I mean, you're just. I mean, you, obviously we don't we we don't know. But do you think there's more or less? Because you know this state just opened up, and you he thought he would have saw people at the restaurants and you know people doing this, people mingling again. But as of right now, he he says it's it's ghost town still. Like there's you know, and obviously it's just been been a couple of days, you know, a few days now. We'll but see, man. Literally, I guess the words as the word gets out and as people, you know. Nobody knows what to believe anymore. And okay. hopefully people are not trusting the media. Then that's, well, that's one good problem, thing about tr that's one really good thing about Trump is he's attack constantly attacking the media right rightly as liars. And so I think a lot of people are catching on to that. But as far as this fear thing, they're that's that's a sign that they're listening to the media. All right. I so, mean, yeah, I it's just uh no, 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 no. I mean, it's a, it's a hard, it's a hard one to swallow, man. I just, I just find it very uh, interesting because I, 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 I deliver stuff and people are out and about for the most part, but I deliver in the country. But when you get, when I get to the city parts, bro, it's ghost town. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's like nobody's out and about. Like right now, there's like twenty people in front of me out here in the little town that I deliver to. There's cars rolling up and down, but I know that's it's nice, but it's getting, oh, it's getting old. We need to get right. back to work. Adrian, it's nice to hear from you, man. Take care. Yes, yes. It's ridiculous. <laughs> when I said, uh, when somebody said, it's blinking gross, the Caitlin girl, uh, and I said, you're gross. And then somebody said, what are we on a, in a playground? Asmodor gave a diamond and said, you and JLP are tops. We can disagree sometimes, no problem. Right on. Yeah. And you know, it's funny, like, I, I've... I remember seeing Asmodor in that Vice documentary <laughs> at the Charlottesville thing. And he's all, he basically told the harsh truth of like the people in charge, a bunch of homosexuals and inward, criminal inwards. <laughs> it's funny, but it was true. And so, what I'm telling you, like a lot of you guys are telling factual information, but you just have some ego behind it and it's, it's a turnoff. That's all I'm saying. Not saying you're wrong. So, uh, Kid Combo 187 says, Oh, won't you do this for me, son? If you can. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I don't get it, man. But thank you for the diamond. And let me read a few of these uh, super chats. Lin Yen Chin says, Sorry for my mess, Joel Friday. I blat, and you are an amazing young man to read my mess. <laughs> Isn't Lin Yan Chin younger than you? I don't know how old Lin Yan Chin is, but appreciate that. <laughs> and I think he, I think he has "See No Evil" monkey face on it, where the monkey covers his eyes. Let me just look closely. Oh no, it's a, it's a black baby. Anyways, Jib Jab, wait for it. Jib Jab says, "We live, baby." I think. Jib Jab says, "Hairs in sync?" Check mark. Eli Michael, love, God knows, or blue heart. Mark Hidalgo says, Obama, worst president ever. Used to be Jimmy Carter. Not since Jimmy Carter. Not since Jimmy Carter. Yeah, Obama is the worst president ever. He's not the worst president since Jimmy Carter. Yeah, I agree with that. And that's a quote from, or a paraphrase at least, from Thomas Sowell. The black guy, but the decent black guy. Marcus Jones stinks, says, your computer needs to forgive its mama, Windows 95. <laughs> Adaptable J says, the children of Satan do not love the truth, and it is not in them. They have been turned over to reprobate minds. Yeah. And so many children of Satan. Jibjab says, Hake, you hear about... The mayor of Grants, New Mexico, firing his manager for trying to stop him from reopening the city? No, but that's good news. I appreciate mayors who want to reopen their cities. That's cool. Because we have to. Hey, Swedish smorgasbord on Twitch. Nice to see people active on Twitch. I'm streaming on six different platforms. Is that too many? <laughs> that's cool and Facebook what's up to Facebook thank you guys for joining there too that's nice
Uh, so let me review quickly this movie, Hoaxed. This hoaxed documentary. It's an in- independent journalist, Mike Cernovich, uh, who's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show as well as The Fallen State. And he's actually guest hosted the Jesse Lee Peterson show back when I was producer. I think I guess that was 2017, 2016, something like that. Um, he did an expose on uh, the mainstream media, MSM, right? And MSM, by the way, MSM, short for mainstream media, is or was, according to what was that, Project Veritas that exposed YouTube employees or Google employees? They wanted to use MSM as a as a a word a red flag type of word where if users use it, MSM, then they must be right-wing trolls and they have to be suppressed. Well, they they cover the suppression of of the free the true free press, which is you, me, us, all of the, uh, the people, the people online. They cover that too a little bit in this hoaxed documentary, which I recommend. Whatever you think of Mike Cernovich, a lot of you guys like him, respect him, and some of you may not. I don't know. I hear you know I hear mixed reviews from some of you, but uh, I I for one respect him. This movie, by the way was famously, I think a few weeks ago, banned off of Amazon, kicked off, deleted from Amazon. It's no longer available from Amazon.com, This the movie. The book is still on there. Maybe because of it makes Amazon founder Jeff Bezos, whom it names and shows a picture of him, as his and his blog, Washington Post, his blog site, Washington Post, because he bought Washington Post, Jeff Bezos did, who has a hundred billion dollars or something like that makes him look bad because he's a book burner Amazon likes to ban confederate paraphernalia <laughs> confederate battle flag paraphernalia and they like to ban a lot of stuff they ban a lot of stuff book burners they're worse than the Nazis um, and by the way it, the, something I learned from this documentary Google and Google's parent company, Alphabet, their top guy was a top, maybe the top, Hillary Clinton donor. Isn't that interesting? Google's top guy, Google Alphabet, was a Hillary Clinton donor. They funded this nonprofit, or he helped fund this nonprofit organization, so called nonprofit, right? Nowadays, a lot of nonprofits are suspect. They're they are evil enemies of the country, right? A lot of organizations are, including a lot of corporations, actually. They funded a, um, a nonprofit dedicated to so-called fighting fake news. And fake news was a term that just exploded, I guess, after Trump was elected. Uh, fighting so-called mis- and disinformation. Misinformation and disinformation. The fake news term, like I said, exploded as an attack on Trump, really. Because the Trump supporters were putting out information, and they, it was basically this fake news term was a false scapegoat from the f- purveyors of real, actual fake news to blame uh, for Trump's being elected. Because they think, oh, the people who voted for Trump are so stupid that they can't tell the difference between real news and fake news. That's how they felt, these idiot voters didn't know what liberal so-called journalists know that Trump is mentally ill and a narcissist. Not. MSNBC's Andy Lack, I told you guys in Hake News yesterday, I think it was either the end of the first hour or the end of the second hour, right? Those are the only time t- times I do Hake News on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. Yesterday I read this about it. About it. Andy Lack. He Jewish. <laughs> uh... Andy Lack is the top guy at MSNBC and NBC, like the CEO or something dumb, right? And he used to be a producer for CBS, Bloomberg, Sony Music, a media guy, right? 72 years old. On to his second wife, separated from her as of last 
year. But anyways, he said journalism is under attack. This guy, liberal guy, Andy Lack, Trump hater, no doubt. And yes, he's right. Journalism is under attack, but it's under attack by jur- so-called journalists, MSM, mean- mainstream media journalists like him. The free press is under attack by the establishment press. The establishment press claims that Trump is the one attacking the free press. No, the establishment t- press is attacking the free press. They like to suppress you guys. A lot of you guys that get uh, banned. And us, they call us hate speech, right? Jesse Lee Peterson, anyway. They don't know about me yet. <laughs> uh, fake news is a problem. But Trump is right. They're the ones who are fake news. He's like, you are fake news. And CNN, very fake news. Classic commie tactics, right? Communist tactics. It's, a, it's out of the socialist rules for radicals playbook, I think. Something like that. Accu- accuse others of what you're doing. So... And another thing, these socialists, right? Not the good kind. Some of you guys think socialism can be good. <laughs> um, they want you poor. I was thinking about this because this hoaxed documentary covers um, what the mainstream, those in power, right, and so-called power, worldly power, did to Alex Jones in Infowars. And they've continued to do to him, right? Um, Alex Jones was saying what they did to him. He described it as them saying, in effect, go to the gulag, shut up, and let us have our power, basically, right? Oh, that feels good. The AC's on. Nice. So him saying that and what they thinking about what they did to him, demonetizing 90% of his videos before finally kicking him off of YouTube entirely and all that stuff, and banning him from buying Google ads and all that stuff, Made me think of this. They want you and us and everybody poor and desperate. Not so poor, but poor and desperate, right? So that they can destroy us by demonetization, getting you fired if they can dox you. Because they love doxing you, right? Remember that guy that did the CNN meme when Trump, bought, when uh, Donald Trump, back when he was in WWE or WWF, World Wrestling, um, Pro Wrestling, he body slammed a guy. They put... CNN's logo on the guy's head, the body selling CNN, they dox the guy. Uh, they, they privately doxed him and, and reserved the right to put his name and information out if he does it again, right? Um, that's, why, that's how they have control over you if they can take away your livelihood, right? That's why socialists love poverty. And I know some of you guys are cringing because some of you guys like socialism. <laughs> but anyways, they also love angry people. And that's remi- that reminds me of what Jesse said when he used to be, he said that when he used, Jesse Lee Peterson, Jesse Lee Peterson used to be an, a union organizer and he knew to go for the angry workers. So he would go for, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was, I was going to say he would go after Joel, but Joel is probably the least angry of the workers. And try to, Target them to say, hey, you're an angry, disgruntled co-worker, uh, worker. Worker is a buzzword, right? Well, you need to unionize, and unionize is another buzzword. And I know some of you guys like unions, right? Okay, but union, unions are a, have become a tool of communism, just like this COVID-19 is a, a tool of communism. And everything, diversity is a, cool, a tool of communism. Um... They thrive on anger. Listen to this. They thrive, the socialists, or the, you know, the evil people, let's say. Let's leave it as that. Evil people. They love the angry people. Fake love, right? They thrive on anger, envy. Oh, the rich people have all the money. Covetousness. Theft, which is stealing the money and redistributing it. Murder. Abortion. And eventually maybe killing people. Sexual immorality, uh, sexual immorality, all kinds of sexual immorality all over the place. Homosexuality, sex before marriage, and some of the people on the right are accepting this, a lot of this stuff, including sex outside of wedlock and pornography and all that stuff. Uh, godlessness, like atheism and all that mess, and there are some 
less insane atheists who follow my show. Lies, smears, you know, bearing false witness against your their neighbor. They smear Trump so bad and they smear a lot of, like, half of Trump supporters as deplorable racists. Basically breaking all the Ten Commandments I just named off. Anger, well, anger, envy, strife, covetousness, theft, murder, se sexual immorality, lies and smears. Not having a God, not having God before all other gods, right? Interesting. Ba breaking the Ten Commandments. So, like, freedom and prosperity, I gotta, I gotta finish this means that they can't control us. If we have, like, the spirit of freedom, we're free. They can't shut us up. They can't break us financially, spiritually, or physically. Morality means that they're not our God. So, but their mama, desperate for that control, imposed herself on the husband and children. On Trump, on the Republican, well, the last decent Republicans who may be a few in there. <laughs> this is why, um... They made some somebody in that documentary made mention of this word called blank you money, f u money, right? Sorry, kids. Sorry, <laughs> bad example, right? But th it's a term, blank you money. That's when you have enough money that you can afford to do what you want and not worry about the backlash. Because even if you get so-called fired or you lose sponsorships. You still got money. <laughs> they can't break you. Um, Jesse Lee Peterson once or maybe twice had a biblical question of the week. Are you a millionaire? And most of us who are fairly, fairly comfortable in life, right, are like, I don't need to be a millionaire. I don't care that much about money. But if you think about it, we're like controlled by money. People are controlled by money. Think about the things that you don't do because you can't afford it or it's irresponsible with the money. But if you had the money to spare... You might be, you might do it. The things you might support had you had that spare money. So the poor are, are as controlled by greed and money and love of money as the so-called rich. If not more so, honestly. Some people look at the rich, oh, they're controlled by money. Meanwhile, they don't realize, they're not looking at themselves being as being controlled by money, but they are. So it's pretty deep. There's a proverb in the Bible, I think it goes... Asks God, let me be not so poor that I'd be tempted to steal or something like that. And not so rich that I forget about God. Something like that. So it's, it's good to uh, be wise. Be, that's a part of being a man, right? Anyways, uh, that's my review of Hoaxed. I give it, I think I give it an A. I don't like to grade stuff, but I do recommend it. It's a good movie. Good documentary. Uh, so you could get it on Apple. I got it on the Apple thing. I think it's available other places. Hoaxedmovie.com. There's my plug. I recommend it. Maybe we'll have Cernovich on sometime soon. So let me get to Paramedic out of Florida. Um, hey, Paramedic, good to hear from you. Hey, how are you? Doing fine. How are you? Uh, fine. Uh, I just had a quick comment. Uh, I heard you talk about socialism or something like that. Yeah. Uh, didn't with all this stimulus package that uh, Trump passed? I mean, didn't he out socialize the socialists? <laughs> what you know, like Bernie or Hillary could have never print, and this is just the first round. Yeah, I don't know. He might he might be doing that. I I can't say for sure because if you think about it, like the way that Jesse has has looked at it so far is he's giving our tax money back to us. That's our money. Because you probably have given the government more than $1,200 or whatever. But he may well be doing that and, you know, look at the people that he has to work with to make deals with. And when right. you make deals, you make concessions that you, maybe you wouldn't organ, ordinarily do. And maybe he does that's, have a, a socialist bone in his body. I don't know. That's so, what, uh, that's maybe what so. I think, too. He had, to deal, uh, he had to deal with the whole cast of uh, the usual suspects. Right, and, and they want to do I'm, worse I'm talk, than him. I'm talking about, like, you know, bailing out the airline. Oh, you know, yeah. All, all of That's what I mean by that. Oh, the yeah, yeah, I good point. I about giving, like, you know, $1,200. That's, that's a great point. I don't think people point. know 
yeah, like that $1,200 they got. Meanwhile, they just made the budget. Uh, every American now owes $18,000 uh, more dollars yeah. to the deficit or whatever. Like, like all, all the big the bailouts. money players. Yeah, the bailout is the socialism. That's, that's an like, interesting <laughs> point, man. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what the answer is. Yeah, I know. I don't want to make excuses if he's wrong, and I don't want to I don't want to say that he's wrong if, because I don't know. But yeah, you know, it's and also too, I don't know much about uh, this stuff. Another yeah. cool documentary you should check out is called The Lobby. I don't know if you've heard about it. Okay, but uh, it's banned. All right, in the United, there was one in the United States too, but it's interesting the stuff in it. But appreciate. I got to get tip. back to work, Hake. Thank you, paramedic. Good to hear from hey, you, man. Thanks, bro. Take care. So, a Minnesota rascal on a mixer. Nice. Um, Real quick, before I get back to calls, Dark Side of the Bear, what says right-wing people get banned a lot? Never too many PFS. Not sure what that means, but yeah. Floshinsky gave a diamond, said nonprofit is a tax status. Doesn't mean anything. Yeah, that's true. So, you know what? Let me get to Donning Armor out of California. Donning Armor, good to hear from you. What's up? Hey, hey, brother. How you doing? Doing fine. How are you? Wonderful, wonderful. Um, I wanted to call in, resp- uh, in response to... It happened a while back, but I asked you what was more likely, uh, that everybody converts to Christianity in, in the way that in Jesse's style, Jesse Lee Peterson style. Right. Or if we separate based on race, ethnicity. Uh and you said that they're both pipe dreams. Yeah. Yeah. Now um But see, pipe okay. dreams aren't necess- don't mean that they they won't happen. But I mean I think that, yeah. I mean for sure according to the Bible according to the Bible, most people are not gonna accept uh Christianity, especially not the real kind. So that one is for sure a pipe dream. As far as separating by the races, I guess that may be more likely then in that case. Okay, so well, then I, I completely agree. I was going to say I don't believe in God. I've said this before, but right. if I did believe in God, I think I would think separating based on ethnicity um, would be the most reasonable solution. Simply, but I mean... God must be sitting up there thinking, I color-coordinated you. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? I made it easy for you to separate. And we're, we're all distinct groups of people. And I think um, I agree more with Earl and T and those other kind of crazy-sounding guys uh, rather than, than Jesse B. Peterson, because they fight Regarding for what? their black identity. Regarding what? Well, they, they fight for their black identity. And... They don't want to live by white standards, and nor should they have to. Uh, I just think that groups of people, they do better amongst their own. Uh, there's, there's nothing wrong with wanting to be with your own people and wanting others to be with their own people. Uh, and if you want to mix and you want a, a, a multicultural society, well, God bless you. Go have fun. But it, it, it comes with a lot of baggage, and right. it comes with, with some really awful things. So, I, I just think that the answer is obvious. Uh, certainly, people should, if they want to, they should be able to have a community of, or uh, their own people to belong amongst themselves and and live freely as as their own distinct group. Yeah. I just think that that's normal. A lot of people call me a Nazi for it, though. I don't get it. Because it's because you're white. Um, so. I mean, I think that that's par- that's only part of the solution, man. Because you can you can say yes, allowing people to separate. That's or I don't know, maybe forced separation. I don't know what you would be for, but allowing the people to separate well, amongst. Just for the record, voluntary separation. I I, I don't. Okay. I, I try to move away from enforcement of of any kind uh, as much as I can. So. Yeah, that's a that's a great aspect of the of part of the solution, right? Is allowing that to happen and not having these rules where we're bringing in, you know, all these POCs. So aside from 
from not forcing multiculturalism down everyone's throat, what is the other part of the solution or, or parts of the solution? I think I think the huge one. I think Jesse has the, this one down pat, and I don't I don't think that you would disagree. And I'll get to what you said about Earl and and T versus Jesse okay. in a sec, too. But rebuilding men. If men think like men again, they won't be falling for this female thinking diversity crap. Have you noticed that? Like when men think like men, of all, of any race really, they're not falling for that stuff. And then they're basing um, stuff on what's right, and what's right is is, I think it, what's right is pretty much universal. Without a doubt, I agree that women seem to be more susceptible to this multiculturalism uh, nonsense yeah. and you know, mixing around, they, they certainly seem to be more vulnerable uh, to the propaganda and stuff that, that comes and, about. But, and men who think like women. And, and yes, certainly men that think like women. Yeah. Beta males, yes, <laughs> right. absolutely. So that's, that's why I think the men, the men, Jesse's focus on rebuilding men or on men returning to God, even though you don't believe in God, right, is... Yeah. Um, that's by far the biggest thing. Then they, then they will, then the the right political um, steps. Oh no! Uh, uh, am I am I back on? Then the right political steps will will um, happen naturally. I think. Oh, let me get to this thing which you said about which you you agree more with T and Earl. Yeah. About because Jesse identifies with. What's right with um, God, right? With his father, yeah. his like true father, right? Christianity. Um, who's happier, T and Earl or Jesse? Uh, <laughs> I think. Um, well, you know what? I don't know T or Earl, but I, if I were to, if I was a betting man, I'd say Jesse Lee Peterson. <laughs> yeah, I would bet so too. Um, and you can call Jesse's adoption of Christianity and Americanism a white thing, and you wouldn't be exactly wrong, really. Um, but he's hasn't he hasn't lost his identity. He hasn't lost his um, true identity, and even he, though even he, though he is he is like supporting the white people and standing for what's right, not for what's black. Um, he's based in reality i don't i don't see what you could disagree with it about i i certainly wouldn't wouldn't say that jesse lee peterson has no identity he identifies as a born-again christian i I gather Uh um so he does have some sense of identity i i just think that race is uh um it's easier to get behind it's easier to identify with your people than it is to identify with one religion or another. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that's that's my take on it. But uh, I yeah, race I is was, important uh, to hear, in this life. I'm sorry. I said race is important in this life. It's just not. It's not important in the ways that people make it important. Oftentimes, and I can't really I explain that. I can't. There is. You know, I can't really even explain it. What I mean by that, right now, because like press for time, but. People, no, that's, that's okay. Well, I'll call back. But you know this, for example, this shallow stuff about um, these dummies wanting to to elect a woman, like this dumb this dumb uh, Joe Biden wants to have a woman vice president or a black female uh, in the Supreme Court, another female of color in the Supreme Court. Yeah. That's that's a shallow type of of um, oh, identity it's politics. Pathetic. It's a false identity. It's pandering to to the black vote. Yeah. Um, what is this, a criteria? We need a black woman to. That's the criteria to be the vice president of the United States. It, it's absolutely absurd. Yeah. It, it kind of grosses me out uh, that we're in the situation to be. Uh, anyway, well, I'll I'll let you go. I do appreciate. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for following up. Did I address? Things. I feel like I addressed your question that the following show, like that Monday or Sunday or something. But you did. That's why I was calling back. Uh, I'm to glad that you did. I, it's nice. Thanks for following up. All right, Donning Armor. Take care, man. Good to hear from you. You as well, sir. So, 
Hot Computer Smell gave a diamond and says, Excellent show, Hake. We are going to open the treasure chest on DLive now. And, uh, should I wait for the thing or are you able to play the drop? <laughs> no? Okay. He's going to do it, I think. Uh, <laughs> the computer crashed. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. Something happened. You there it is. <laughs> We're opening the treasure chest, guys. What a mess. So, yeah, um, I think there is an absolute right and wrong, and, uh, it's not about, like, I've, I've asked this friend who said, um, I asked Netanyahu, good man or evil man? Or, um, another friend, uh, another question, um, Shinzo Abe, right? I don't know much about him, Japan guy guy in charge of Japan. Good good or evil? And he says he's good for his country. And, but what I want to know is that, is he a decent, are they a decent people? Are they like good, solid leaders? And maybe they are good for their country, and maybe they are good. But I don't know. But I think that there is, what's right is what we should go for, and not what's just Beneficial in the short and seemingly beneficial in the short term for whatever race or gender or whatever because for example um, The Catholic Church I heard that the Catholic Church Think what you want about the Nazis, right? The Catholic Church were helping the Nazis and other groups, right? And the Catholic Church were desperate because um, They wanted this is what I read in Bill O'Reilly's book, right? So take it take it what for what it's worth but they were uh, you see it today in reality right you see the not just the catholic church but the so-called protestant churches kissing up to and trying to be so-called inclusive and bring people into christianity because people are leaving people are becoming more and more secular um 100 years ago this donning armor guy or 200 years ago anyway probably would have been a christian right because he would have been raised christian but he was raised secular and the the culture and parents are raising secular. And so there's this false thing, oh, we need to bring in more Christians. Rather than, oh, we need to, con we need to stand on what's right and let the people come or stay away. Um, that's what we need to do, I think. Stand on what's right. Don't try to be popular. Don't try to hook up with people just because they're hating your enemy. The enemy of your enemy may not be your friend. For example, like Louis Farrakhan. Because <laughs> he, uh, he's full of hate, right? But he criticizes the Jews, so people call him based. But he's not your friend. And he's not even black's friends. He's not even black's friend. He hates... He's, he's a hater. He hates blacks. So, uh, let me read these. Congratulations to the luckiest followers. Dark side of the bear. What? Follow her on DLive. I'll be going on there. I know Asmodor has been on there and many of you guys. Shaggy Boy. Take care of business bear. Asmodor. Garand Bear. Who has an M1 Garand, which is made by John C. Garand. <laughs> Floshinsky. Good job, guys. And Ludwig Von Neon. Thank you, and Hot Computer Smell, and Asmador, thank you guys for the support, Floshinsky, Kid Combo 187, Murder, <laughs> Dark Side of the Bear, What, Beard the Butcher, Zona Bologna, Shaggy Boy, D-Wise, appreciate you guys, and uh, Danny gave a super chat on YouTube, it says, God is in control, not the so-called controllers, yeah, that's true, Lin Yun Chin says, Donning armor, he spelled it D-A-W-N. Oh, come on. Uh, he's donning armor, meaning he's putting it on. May, might be old and not so bright, but he is right. He's not that old, he's just Gen X. Homogenous states are cultivated stairs. Seems to want white survival and prosperity. Yeah, I appreciate donning armor. He has an interesting outlook and a good attitude, I think. Alright, guys. We will see you on, uh... Oh, it is Wednesday, right? So I'm gonna try to put out a, a Bond Sunday service 
from 2009. I tried to do a premiere around maybe like 5 p.m. before White Wednesday. <laughs> As before. And um, all that stuff. Make sure you're subscribed to the Hake, the Hake Report on all the channels. Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel will be the Sunday service. And uh, after that, maybe we stream it on uh, the Bond Rebuilding the Man Facebook page too, guys. All right. We will see ya. Take care.